Welcome to the Motherhood Reimagined podcast, where we celebrate all paths to motherhood. I'm your host, Sarah Kowalski. For so many of us, our path to motherhood didn't turn out the way we had planned. We let go of our dreams and the way we thought it was supposed to be in order to embrace a totally different path. Yet once we become mothers, we rarely have regrets. Join me while we explore the joys and difficulties surrounding the various paths to motherhood. Whether you're contemplating whether to become a single mother, still trying to be one, or already raising kids, you'll find information, reassurance, and inspiration for unconventional paths to motherhood. Hello, and welcome to the first episode of the Motherhood Reimagined podcast. Each week, I'm going to be interviewing a mother about her unconventional journey to motherhood or talking to an expert in the field, all with the intention of celebrating all paths to motherhood. But today, I want to introduce myself and tell you a little bit about why I started this podcast. I'm a single mother by choice with a four and a half year old son. And the term single mother by choice means that I decided to have a child via sperm donor when I realized that time was running out to find a partner and have a baby in a traditional partnership. It means I proactively chose to have a baby. And I know a lot of people who really dislike the term single mother by choice because really, in reality, it didn't feel like a choice. And I agree with that. When I was making the choice, it didn't feel as much like a choice as my only option if I wanted to have a baby. I was nearly 40 and still partnerless. And I really didn't want to end up in a bad partnership in order to have a baby. So in a sense, it wasn't a choice. It was, it was an option, and it was my second choice option. But I've really never heard a better term, so that's the term I'm going to be using throughout the podcast. And if you have other ideas, I'd love to hear them. But back to my story. So I spent my 20s and early 30s focused on my career. I went to law school, and I practiced law in a huge Silicon Valley firm at the height of the dot-com boom. And I ended up quitting after about four years because I ended up in horrible pain from sitting at a desk an ungodly number of hours per day and stressed out of my mind. So I quit in about my mid-30s and I began this journey to heal my body and to find out what I really wanted to do with my life. I ended up in a four-year training to become a Feldenkrais practitioner And I also began studying Qigong, which is a self-healing and spiritual practice that's based primarily on Taoism, Buddhism, martial arts, and Chinese medicine. And it's a practice that I now do daily and has really, is really an anchor in my life. But I also got certified as a life coach and I combined all of those practices into a type of coaching in which I helped people uncover their more authentic life path and help them with career transitions and work-life balance. But basically during that time, I was totally focused on self-growth and I was hoping and wanting to date, but it just didn't seem to happen. I was following the age-old advice that if I focused on myself and did what I loved most, then it would lead me to a partnership. But As I said, it just never seemed to fall into place for me. And in my late 30s, my Qigong master, his name is Chris, he told me that I should start to look at whether or not I wanted to be a mother or not. I remember the day he asked me, I like practically fell out of my chair. It was obviously something I had deeply buried in my psyche and had not been thinking about. 
And as a child, I realized I had always assumed I'd be a mother and had always told people that I wanted to have 11 kids and my identity as a young person was really around being a mother. But sometime in my mid-30s, I came up with this idea that I didn't want to decide whether or not I wanted kids until I found a partner. And then it would be a choice we made together. In reality, I think I wanted a partner. And I assumed that it was the first step towards motherhood. And was also just really scared to admit my intense longing for a child for fear that it might scare men off. So I think I buried the desire for a kid deep deep, deep down and, and ignored it. So when my teacher asked, I began to ask myself the question and asking myself the question, did I want a baby if it meant doing it alone? And I really, I eventually realized that I did really want a child, but I really hated the idea of doing it alone. And I was completely hung up on the idea of having to use a sperm donor. And I was also totally freaked out about all the financial concerns And another big one was a fear that I'd end up single forever if I had a kid alone. And I didn't know anyone else who was embarking on this journey. So I felt really alone and it felt very unusual and unheard of path. But I finally came to terms with all of my concerns and made the choice to use a sperm donor and went to my OBGYN only to find out basically in my first visit that She didn't think I'd be able to get pregnant with my own eggs and that if I wanted to conceive, I would need to use both a sperm and an egg donor. But I just could not wrap my brain around this information and I really had to try on my own to get pregnant with my own eggs and feel like I had done my best to try and get pregnant in order to move forward using an egg donor. So I tried about for about a year to improve my fertility and conceive with my own eggs. Then one day, When I was doing my final medicated IUI, the fertility doctor called into question whether or not there was something actually wrong with my uterus that would actually prevent any kind of pregnancy. And suddenly, I didn't know whether I'd ever be able to have a child of my own or carry a child. And it was in that moment that basically having the option taken away from me made me realize how much I just wanted to be pregnant and I wanted to have a baby. And the genetic part of it just faded into the background. But now that I'd come to terms with finally using an egg and a sperm donor, I started researching and realized that it was a really expensive process. And I really didn't feel comfortable spending the amount of money that was required to secure an egg donor here in the U.S. So I got really creative and did a ton of research. And I ended up deciding to go to Mexico to use an egg donor there. And luckily, I got pregnant on my very first try. So now I'm a mother to a four and a half year old boy. And really and truly, I have zero regrets. And when I look back at the entire very painful journey, I realized that I ended up with exactly the kid I was meant to have and that my journey was exactly what it was supposed to be for me. And even though it looks absolutely nothing like I would have imagined as a young girl or as even as a in my 20s and 30s. Now it's just really completely perfect and I wouldn't do it any differently if I was given the choice. So this whole journey has really inspired me to channel my coaching practice into helping other women along this path to motherhood. So now I talk to women every day that are embarking on their own journeys, usually as single mothers, but sometimes just as women 
in marriages or partnerships that are also contemplating egg donation or some other path to motherhood. And I realized that I feel so similar to them, that I had the same fears and the same concerns. One that comes up really regularly is women who are contemplating egg donation or maybe even pregnant via egg donation. And they're so worried about whether or not they're going to bond with their baby or whether they're going to be able to handle being a mother. They worried about the finances or whether they're going to have enough support, that kind of thing. And I try and tell them that, of course, trust me, it's all going to be okay. You're going to totally love the child you end up with. But I also feel guilty saying that over and over and over again because that's my experience and I don't know what other women's experiences are. I'm just an example of one mother. So I often tell women also to try and find other mothers that have a similar path and talk to them and ask them questions. And I have a Facebook group, a a private Facebook group that I encourage women to ask those questions in, but sometimes you just don't get enough information and it's hard to find the women. So that's really what inspired me to create this podcast, to share the voices of the other women who have taken unprecedented and unplanned routes to motherhood. And I really want you, my listeners, to hear how many amazing, creative, and unconventional paths there are to motherhood. And that to date, I haven't found anyone who would say they have any regrets about their path. Most of them feel completely bonded to their child. And the phrase that you hear over and over and over again is, I got the child I was meant to have. But I can only tell you that so many times. So I'm so excited to share all these other women who say it in such beautiful and different ways than myself. The definition of family is really changing as technology improves and as We become more open-minded about who can become a parent. And I want to celebrate all of that. And I want you to learn different options and feel inspired for your own journey. Or if you're already a mother, to feel like you're not alone, that other women have been through the same thing and what you've done is normal. So that's really my intention with this podcast. And I hope you'll continue to join me as I talk to mothers and experts in the field. I have a bunch of topics I want to cover how to pick sperm donors or egg donors, information about embryo adoption, domestic, international adoption. A lot of women I talk to also have to make the really painful choice of breaking up with a partner that they're in love with, but their partner doesn't want children and they've come to a point where they realize it's now or never. Or they are dating while they're pregnant or wondering about dating while pregnant, wondering about whether or not to have a second child. And another topic I want to cover is sort of the before and after of picking a sperm donor, because I think that's something that radically changes after you've picked your donor. So that's what's coming. I'm really excited to share it with you. Please let me know anything you want to hear about, and together we will explore all the paths to motherhood. Thanks so much for joining me today. Please don't forget to subscribe on iTunes and Stitcher so that you won't miss any episodes. And please spread the word on your social networks. To your friends, other single moms, I'd really appreciate it. And of course, if you could leave a review in iTunes or Stitcher, that really helps me get the word out. And finally, if you'd like to hear more about my journey, please read my memoir, Motherhood Reimagined, When Becoming a Mother Doesn't Go as Planned. It's available everywhere books are sold. I'm so excited to announce the upcoming launch of Motherhood Reimagined Tribe. Tribe is the essential resource for single motherhood. So whether you're contemplating becoming a single mother, trying to conceive, or raising donor-conceived children, then Motherhood Reimagined Tribe can help you embrace your own unique path to motherhood. 
With our informative guides, blogs, books, services, and support, Motherhood Reimagined Tribe is the perfect place to get the advice and support you need to become the mother you want to be. Tribe launches early next year, but I'm currently looking for founding members to join one of three Tribe Masterminds. These masterminds are small, intimate groups of women who are at the same stage of the journey as you. To begin with, I'll have a group of thinkers and triers, egg donor or embryo support, and solo pregnancy. As a founding member of Tribe Mastermind, you will not only get preferred pricing, you will get access to a huge content vault for information for every stage of the journey, weekly group calls with me to go over relevant topics and connect to others in your stage, and a community forum to connect with others at any time. This will be the cheapest price ever available, so don't miss your chance to join at this rate. If you're feeling really alone and isolated or get easily overwhelmed by the amount of information and decisions you have to make, make sure you don't miss this chance to connect with other women and get access to tons of research that's already been done for you. Head on over to the Motherhood Reimagined website or follow the link in the show notes to apply for your spot as a founding member. Next week, I'm joined by my guest, Janice, who decided to have a baby via both sperm and egg donor. She also talks about what it's like to have a baby as an older mom. I look forward to sharing our wonderful conversation with you next week. Bye for now. Bye for now.